So you've come here for the truth. Well, we've got the truth and nothing but the truth. Here are your hosts, Robert A. Bianchi and David J. Bruno. Welcome to WMTR Radio's Nothing But The Truth with your hosts, Bob Bianchi and Dave Bruno. Uh, it's a show about mindset, Dave, and Christiane Colasacco is our guest today. She's pretty amazing. The cosmetic surgeon of your space, Dave. She is uh, a tri-state area, expanding her business, interior design, uh, modeling, the whole thing. Just talk to us a little bit about Christiane and, and how you got to know her and why she would be on a show with two lawyers from New Jersey that are talking about not law, but the mindset and how people are successful like Christiane to get to where they are and how she's scaling her business and how she's just like killing it. And also just from the short time I've been able to speak with her, a really, really good person. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for joining us. I mean, and what an exceptional individual. I mean, first, we we were fortunate enough to come into contact because we were doing some work at the Bianchi Law Group, and she helped with um, some design things and wallpaper and all kinds of fixtures and stuff like that. But anyone that could watch what she does and post, she's got a very active social media presence. And it's not just about her business as well. Anybody will know um, she's a regular on the fitness app Peloton, which obviously I am on regularly as well. And then also um, positivity. You you could see from her posts and and the things that she does in her business and also modeling and doing various different things. She's a very accomplished interior designer and also just spits out vibes of positivity. And that's something that we talk about very often on Nothing But The Truth. So welcome to the show. I look forward to hearing a lot about your upbringing and some of the things that you've got, gotten through to get where you are today. Bob? Yeah, so Christiana, just tell us a little bit about who you are and uh, you know, focusing, of course, on mindset and how you've been able to do the amazing things that you've been able to do. And, and if you don't mind, in, in that space, talk to us a little bit about what you see with your competitors where their mindset is different and how much that's negatively affecting their ability to be great like yourself. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Um, so I'm Christiane Colsacco, interior designer, as you mentioned. Um, I wear a lot of creative hats these days. Um, I've been designing for 13 years now, but I've had a solid foundation business-wise for five. Um, And it really did all come down to my mindset, taking some major uh, uncalculated risks in business to get where I am today. Um, You know, I used to work for various showrooms and other professionals and I kind of got a good glimpse into their business structure and what worked and what I felt didn't work and client feedback. And that really played a big role in how I've structured my business. And, you know, I took a little bit of what I learned from every single boss I've had, every person I've ever worked with clients I've come into contact with. And I've had moments where I didn't have a good, strong personality to, you know, I was always very socially shy, socially shy. (laughs) Um, And I had to kind of really push through that boundary and become more, more of a people person, more understanding of who is my client? What, what do they need? Um, Individuals, you know, it's, it's psychology, to be honest, Mm -hmm. a lot of everything that we all do is based around psychology and you don't have to be a major 
in it to kind of figure out how to navigate your own life and your business. But it does help when you're really conscious and you're in your spiritual side and you just, you do, you have a positive mindset each day with a goal, an end goal of, you know, what you want to achieve. Yeah, Christiane, it's, it's funny, you just, when you said some of the things you said, it kind of jogged my memory that when I train trial attorneys, and, and like you said, it's no different than sales with, you know, a business or doing it. A lot of these things come down to human nature. And I used to say that you don't need to be a genius. You don't have to have a, a high IQ. But I was very successful as a trial lawyer because I said, I'm an astute observer of human nature. And what I meant by that was that I'm listening and I'm watching and I know myself and so I know how other people act and react to things and how important it is not to just stand up there to look smart, sound smart and be smart, but rather to solve problems. And that sounds like you you actually pivoted from from that standpoint. Like you recognize that uh, I, I need to be able to solve the client. What do they need? What are their pain points? What's important to them? And so many people are unable to do that. So how did how did you get to that space where you were able to look in that mirror, if you will, and say, you know, uh, this is the issue I have. And I need to pivot, which you did, where so many people look in that mirror and they blame everybody else for the problem rather than themselves. Well, I do think that the society that we're in today, everyone's being fit into some kind of a box and we're trying to be. And you kind of, you want to impress people. You want to make people accept you and like you and there will come a point when you just look in the mirror and you're like, this is exhausting. Mm. (laughs) I just want to be myself, put my best foot forward every day, figure out how, if I'm going to be here on this earth presently, physically in the physical world, what am I giving out to like, what's my purpose? Am I helping people? Am I inspiring people? Um, Mm. You know, is anything that I'm doing going to solve a problem for someone else? And so that's, that was a major turning point for me when I realized, you know, I need to reevaluate how I am helping people. You know, I don't want it to be so much about I'm making X amount of dollars on this, this project and that's it. It's about transforming someone's space into a home, something that's safe a safety net for them. Um, and that's everything for me. Like that's what, that's how I was raised. So you have to break the barriers of the social media, social standard box that people try to stuff you in and just do your own thing and just own it. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, look, you mentioned that spirituality aspect and um i think we've connected uh once before you know i love joel osteen and i uh i always pump out those quotes i did today you know and i know we're on the same level on that so can you talk a little bit about that spirituality and more importantly the values that guide you uh day to day through this very difficult world well unfortunately it's not about religion at this point right I mean, you don't have to be overly religious to have faith um, every day. But for a lot of people, they hit a traumatic point in their life or a low that kind of forces them on their knees, hoping for a beacon of hope, faith. And then you kind of have to re- 
recenter yourself. Um, and for me, just like you said, Joel Olstein, you know, his social media really kind of helped me out a lot over the years. And I've developed my own, you know, spirituality, um, my gratitude. I do silent gratitude every day and every night. I think that's really important. Um, it's also a big success factor as well. I think it's easy to forget that where you're standing right now, you may have prayed to be five years ago. I mean, just yesterday on my Facebook memories, uh, a memory popped up of a very specific day that I remember was really low point in my life, business-wise. Uh, I was going out completely on my own with my business, going full force, didn't have a lot of money. I was really stressed out. And then I look at where I am today and the tides completely changed. I've had an abundance of blessings and it just was a nice reminder that you have to stay grateful. You have to stay humble. You have to kind of be your own cheerleader. You can't rely on other people for your happiness and everyone's got their own way of doing things. Some people feel that they're going to go to church and that makes them feel better and that's fine. Other people have silent gratitude like myself. You know, you, there's different ways of how you can be present, be spiritual, be happy. You know, it's it's funny. Uh, you're speaking our language. As, as we, in fact, I'll I'll even put proof to the pudding as we stand here right now. It's my rosary beads that I've always, before they were fashionable to put around your neck. I've been doing it since I was uh, in my 20s, and that's a while ago. Um, but it, it it's there for when things are difficult times, just to touch, just to center myself, to bring myself into that present moment. And and I grab my spirituality practices from everywhere, from my Catholic faith to Buddhism. I, there, there's not a quote that, where I, there's so much similarity in how people go about living their lives. And I've come down to, and actually used to teach a course for a long time called uh, Joyful Journey. And when you're in, the part of that is kind of like dukkha, that they would say in the Buddhist, that there is going to be suffering, there's going to be difficulty. Dave, there hasn't been a person on this show has not talked about that. It was at their low moments, despite how bad it was, that it was the catalyst for change that propelled them forward because they kept that, that level of present gratitude. Because your mind, right? Anytime, Christiane, you, you're, 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 uh, you're talking about something that's negative, you can fill your mind with gratefulness in the present moment as well. It's usually when we're pulled into the past and the future that we get caught up. We got about a minute and 20 seconds left. What do you think about that? I agree 100%. Um, your mind is such a weapon. It can really pull you down if you let it. If you, you can trick yourself into thinking you're sick. If you don't feel good for a split second, oh, I don't feel good, I'm really sick. And then all of a sudden you really are sick. Um, you can also change that whole narrative. Oh my gosh, I'm feeling so much better. Um, I'm going to conquer the day. I'm going to get this task done. I've, I've dealt with this. I deal with this every other day. No joke. Um, this is something that I've kind of mastered my mind a little bit. And I know how to get myself out of my own way. Um, and it's exactly what you said. It's your, the way that you decide. It's a decision that you make. Everything you do in life is a choice. It's a decision. So if you decide, hey, I'm going to be happy today, you'll be happy if you make it, if you keep telling yourself that every day. Yeah, I want to just interrupt just very real quick because we're, we're coming to a break. 
And, and, and that does not, that's not Pollyannic. When I've taught this lecture, people say, that's not, there's going to be bad things. Yes, joyfulness is bigger than happiness. Joyfulness is a concept in my mind that irrespective of a good, bad, or the other, you can find positivity and, and understand that it's going to change. Just like bad times come, good times are going to come. It reminds me of one of the Buddhist spiritual leaders that said, if you ever knew how powerful your thoughts were, you'd never have a negative thought again. All right, Christiana, Appreciate it. Awesome uh, first half here. Don't go anywhere because we're going to be back on the other end of the break. You're listening to Bianchi and Bruno, WMTR Radio's Nothing But The Truth. We'll be right back. At the Bianchi Law Group, our team of former prosecutors and certified criminal trial attorneys specialize in criminal defense and domestic violence cases. When you need a law firm with courage, compassion, and the commitment to fight for you, call the Bianchi Law Group today. Welcome back to WMTR Radio's Nothing But The Truth. We have Christiane Colasacco with us, Dave. She is throwing down mindset, 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 and gratitude, present moment gratitude. Dave, I know you want to take up on that. Yeah, absolutely. I want to highlight that gratitude piece. And she said that every day and every night she talks about gratitude. And look, I feel like the universe continues to just pump gratitude into me and my life. I hear it everywhere especially Tony Robbins. Um, I've been very fortunate to, to meet a number of individuals through association. Um, first, it was Ed Milet. Then it brought me to Tony Robbins. And I've been on Tony Robbins for a while now. And I actually listened to him yesterday. And in fact, just today, I went on to YouTube and he has a technique of gratitude. When people are experiencing fear or anger, there's a practice that he teaches that you, you control your breathing. And he says, control your breathing, control your mind. Think about your heart and think about what you're most gracious of, gratitude, practice gratitude. And he talks about three things. And not just think about them, really sear into your mind, back into the experience. I mean, for me, it's the birth of my children. It's uh, back in the day being a wrestler and some of the accomplishments I've had. And I think about that. And I just want to highlight that because it is tremendous that you have that regular practice. And if you could, just tell us a little bit about how you go into that and how you make that part of your regular day. So, you know, being a business owner, me time is very, very minimal. Um, I work 24 seven and it's important to me that you carve out some time for gratitude. For me, I, every night when I shut down my computer, no matter what hour it is, it could be literally one o'clock in the morning. I'm not sleeping that night. If I don't read myself positive affirmation book on my Kindle, um, which whichever one it may be, that I'm reading at the time, but I read all of them. I love them. They bring me peace. They give me hope. Um, and then I say my gratitude, my prayers at night, you know, thank, thanking the universe, thanking God for all of the opportunities, all of the accomplishments that I have of what I like to see more of. Um, and I always ask, and I stand true to this. I always ask for a universal sign. I, I'm a firm believer. They show up when you ask for something very specific. Um, for me, it's number sequence. So it's always 1111 or 111 or like ones in a sequence or an elephant. So if I see the number sequence or I see like an elephant randomly and it's a chaotic day, I stop myself and I think, okay, I'm on the right path. Everything is going just fine. <laughs> I can breathe. Um, so for me, that's, that's an affirmation that, okay, 
life is good. <laughs> and I always tell everyone, they laugh at me and I say, you should ask for a universal sign. Keep an eye out because they're everywhere. If you open your eyes and you're open to it, you'll find it. And then in the, in the morning, the same thing. I don't read in the morning, but I work out every morning. It's, it's something I'm really adamant on. I have to start my day by working out, even if it's just 20 minutes of doing something, stretching, you know, weight, weightlifting, the Peloton, whatever. Um, and then I do my silent affirmations and gratitude every day and throughout the day too, like when I'm driving. Um, I just find these little moments and it really adds up. They make a huge difference on how the day is going to be. You know, Christiane, I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I think it, it's also about, it's mind management and time management. We should do a program, mind time management. And, and what I mean by that is that there's a lot of downtime in the day for negative self-talk. Mm. There, whether you're driving a car, you remember you're driving a car, whether you're working out, whether, whether you're eating a sandwich, whatever, your monkey mind can keep coming up with it. Sometimes you're not even thinking that you're thinking. You're constantly thinking. And a lot of times people are thinking about negative thoughts. But that is a time where you can see it. Actually recognize, ask yourself in your own mind, what are you mind doing right now? Oh, it's negative self-talk or it's negativity about waiting in line or being upset about something or grievance. So much grievance in the world is not, don't get me wrong, it's not like I don't have it either. But when that happens and I get that that emotional feeling, you start to start getting agitated, fidgety, whatever. I have an automatic in my brain. I need to take a break. I could be walking in Manhattan and literally start to meditate while I'm walking. I can literally start talking about gratitude and what I'm grateful for. And, you know, it, it always amazes me. I, I know a guy, a good guy, and he always, in his 30s, used to talk about how great his 20s was. And in his 40s, he always talked about how great his 30s were. And in his 50s, he always talked about how great his 40s were. And in his 60s, he talked about how great his 50s were. Of course, each of those decades, he was actually living in the present moment. He had problems, complaints, concerns, fears, and things of that nature. And well, I really analyzed this person deeply because um, I respect them very much. And what it came down to in my mind when I started thinking about my own life is I always, I kind of do the same thing. I'm like, oh, it was great when I was in high school. Oh my God, it was great when I was in college. Oh my God, it was great when I was in the prosecutor's office. Oh my God, it was great when, when I think about it, well, I didn't necessarily always feel great. I remember I had this problem, that problem, and the other problem. And what I learned was I, what happens when you get older and you look back is you don't have those same fears and concerns that you had at the present moment that you were dealing. All you have left was the reality of what happened, which was not bad at all. It's actually something you're looking back positively upon. So I try to do that now because what it trained me to realize is that I was not leaning completely into my present moment. I was not sucking it out for all the positivity I could, even in the bad moments. And so uh, I don't I don't know if that does that resonate with you at all what i'm saying or am i just not yeah no it totally <laughs> resonates i mean when i hit the age 30 i was terrified i was devastated i thought i had to be married with children be making six figures you know all these expectations i had set based on the people around me and what i was conditioned as a child um in my generation to have all these box ticked off. And now I can look back on my 20s and I think my 20s were nothing compared to what my 30s are. I'm thriving in my 30s, business 
um, as an individual, as a woman. And I think being present, being able to really look at the details of your previous life and all the previous years and maybe traumatic experiences you've gone through, um, hurdles that you can say, Hey, I'm a warrior. Like I got through this and I didn't think I could. Um, I think that is the big takeaway here and it's going to keep getting that way. I feel, I feel like, I feel like our lives are like, it's like fine wine. That's what I say. It gets better with age. So as you age, you learn more, you have these crazy experiences that shape you into who you end up becoming. But at the same time, it's up to you to decide Again, everything you do is a choice. It's a decision and every decision, there's a consequence. So it's going to be either a good consequence or it's going to be a bad one. So it all comes down to you. You know, my, my mom used to say to me, you talk, it's, it's so funny, you're jogging. My mother was an empathic, spiritual person. That's where I get a lot of that from. My father was a killer trial lawyer. So I, I, I kind of got a lot of different eclectic experiences in that, in that dynamic. But she always used to say to me, um, when I would say, Ma, you're afraid of this, you're afraid of that. She said, you know what? Let me tell you something about courage. There's no courage in the absence of fear. Mm. There's no courage in the absence of fear. And, and it, it didn't really dawn on me until I became an, a grown man, some time into becoming a grown man, what that really meant. And that meant is that it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to be concerned and, and to be worried. It's, it's okay, so long as it... It does not overcome you to act and to surpass that. And that there really isn't courage in, unless you have fear. If you run into a burning building because you're not afraid that the building's on fire and you're not nervous about it or concerned about it, you're probably insane. But the people who are courageous are the ones that recognize the danger and go in anyway. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, for example, that, that exact example, my brother is a firefighter. So <laughs> that's a literal statement on his behalf, but yeah, I, I agree. I also, I'm, I'm empathetic like your mom. I have a lot of spiritual uh, talents, I guess I can say. <laughs> um, so I, I really resonate with that very strongly. And I do think that fear is inevitable. It's in all of us, but you can't let it stop you from taking risks. You have to be brave. You have to just power through it because think of it this way. This, I tell myself this every time things start to feel very overwhelming. Um, the weight of an actual boat is extensive compared to the weight of water. A boat floats on water. It can only sink if the water gets inside of it. You can only sink if your fear gets inside of you. So don't let things en encompass you if it's negative because it will pull you down. And then that's when failure starts to happen and you start feeling really lousy about yourself. Um, you know, I just had this conversation with my mom this morning. Um, it's just, it's the way that I think every single day before I do anything. Wow. Before we get into uh, you know what, what you do real quick, because we only have a minute. I know Dave has a quick question for you. We got about a minute and 12 seconds because we do want to know where we can find you uh, so that people can, but just so you know, that this is a great designer, interior designer yeah. that you're listening to here. So you know you're dealing with the real deal of the person when you hire her. That's, immediately, that's what I would be saying if I were looking for this. 
I just wanted to, the quote that I wanted to, to talk about real quick, and I just want to say it because it fits right into what you guys just said. Fear is peeing your pants. Courage is doing what you're supposed to do with wet pants. <laughs> I mean, look, we're all fearful. And last point, Brene Brown, Gifts of Imperfection on Resiliency, talks about fear stealing from the present moment, yeah. stealing from the everything great that could come from the action or thought that you're fearful of that keeps you back. So fear is something to get through and understand that everybody has it. Um, tell us where we could find you and last words. Where you can find me? Uh, well, I'm on social media. Um, I have Instagram. I have my website. I My Instagram handle is ChristianityC. Um, and then my interior design handle is KN Creations and Design. And you can also find a lot of my design work for the pre-curated design bundle I just launched last week. So for any DIYers at home or projects, your starting project, it's a great tool for you. I recommend checking it out. And that's pretty much it. I hope to help everyone the best way that I can, whether it's spiritually, mindset, or with your design. <laughs> yeah, Christiane, I, I didn't think that we would be going so much into that mindset, but you were you're so much connected to who we are as people that we did. So we got to have you back on. Tell us a little bit more about your awesome business. And um, that's that's all we have for now, unfortunately, Dave. So we got WMTR Radio uh, with Bob Bianchi and Dave Bruno every Saturday at 10.30 a.m. And Dave, talk about the podcast, please. Nothing but the truth podcast.com landing page with all the videos. You can subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, iTunes. We're in Google podcast now as well and we will be sure to drop all of those links into the notes so that if you guys are interested in that program that she just talked about and her profiles you could easily find her thank you so much for for coming and being a part of this um tremendous value thank you awesome thank you for having me the bianchi law group a team of former prosecutors and certified criminal trial attorneys but here's the thing he put himself in a box when he said My relied on by cnn fox news msnbc law and crime and news leaders across the country for our criminal defense expertise in a search warrant you have to have probable cause that a crime's been committed and there's evidence in a particular place when you need a law firm with courage compassion and the commitment to fight for you call the bianchi law group today